Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about taking the Disney Vacation Club Plunge? Are you looking to give DVC a try and rent out points for a future Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Alani, Hilton Head Island, or Vero Beach vacation? If this is the case, look no further than the world of DVC companies. The world of DVC consists of DVCresalemarket.com, DVCrentalstore.com, and MoneroFinancial.com. The professionals at the world of DVC are former DVC cast members and current real estate professionals who have sold over $1.2 billion of DVC over 185 years of combined experience. Their easy to navigate websites and smartphone apps let you browse current DVC resale listings and DVC rental points and reservations that which are currently available. If you're looking to try before you buy, check out dvcrentalstore.com. If you're looking for that first DVC contract or to add on to your existing portfolio, check out dvcresalemarket.com. And for financing, let MoneroFinancial.com handle your financial needs. Please support the companies who support us and tell them the Mickey Dudes sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. With me tonight are two, no, three incredible dudes from our rotating lazy susan full of dudes from uh bringing the illinois <laughs> we have tim schweska tim if i'm gonna have this type of humidity i should be in front of a castle <laughs> what ride is that from it's not it's hot and it's hot and humid in illinois and there's no castle there's no turkey leg there's no dole whip there's no sunshine tree terrace. It sucks. Gosh, well, it sounds like you better get to Disney World <laughs> from the from the World Showcase Pavilion in noisy Epcot. We have Dave Koch. Dave, Debbie with the six the union sent me, and I actually have some guests with me. If you remember back from our Give Kids the World show, we have Stephanie Cullen and her husband Doug Cullen with us tonight. Howdy. Hello. Hello. And they just went uh, on, they just soared. Did you not hear us? Yeah, we can hear you, Dave. Yeah, we said hi. It's, it's, it's called active listening, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I said you soared. Just See, a... when I hear, yes, oh, we just soared. They just had their maiden flight on soaring. What did you guys It was amazing. It was the, the smiles, even while even with wearing the uh, masks, the smile on Stephanie's face, you could see in her eyes. Well, I hope that Dave is... Uh, Dave, are you on that Walt Disney World Wi-Fi? Because that's what it sounds like. It sounds fantastic, <laughs> our connection here. Uh, I, I think he might be underwater. <laughs> I think he's on the hydrolators. He's a uh, sea base alpha. Back <laughs> open. Uh, and... Anyway, from uh, uh, Joe, Joe, where are you? No, I'm, I don't I'm in I'm in uh, Metro uh, Daytona Beach. But yes, uh, for those guests who've just joined us, aloha and welcome aboard from the other monorail line around Seven Seas Lagoon. But uh, yes, I'm uh, I'm somewhere where I have a good internet connection. So uh, Dave, make sure you're on <laughs> make sure you're on cellular there, brother, so we can hear our, our wonderful guests who are uh, joining you live from uh, World Showcase. From the world showcase. So anyway, yes, as as you all could glean from what I just said, we also have Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on, Annie? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? 
So I thought before we started the whole show, we would um, read uh, some of the reviews that we've gotten on iTunes recently. I don't know if we have done that recently. We haven't, have we? Unless I missed it. I don't think we have. But hopefully they're good. <laughs> they are good. That's why I wanted right. to read them. We got reviews so. recently? To check. Wow. Yeah, so um, on May 15th, 2021, WDW fan said, Top three Disney pod. Five stars. Love the personalities. The guys and gal provide honest thoughts about the good and bad of WDW. Lately, they've been putting out less pods, but always quality when something comes out. So thank you, WDW fan. And, and, and WDW fan, um, I've joined the Mickey Dudes editor crew, so we will be putting out more content or at least content on a regular basis to help ease the burden off of uh, Dave, Chuckles, and Annie. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like I could bring yes. more. I could bring more to the table now. So hopefully we will have quality and quantity. That's right. Out the wazoo soon. And let's see. August 2020. Uh, Gabby wrote, "Love the pod. Five stars. Hi, I'm a newer listener." but I'm already a huge fan. I've binged about three episodes a day, and I just love listening to the easy banter between friends about all things Disney. I enjoy the topics and how the hosts mix it up with different segments. The hosts are extremely knowledgeable, and I love hearing their thoughts. I love all the Disney music in the background. Definitely recommend. I'm a big talk radio show listener, and they seem like professionals. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you very well, much. Gab- did not listen to a show I was on, so that's a good thing. All right. <laughs> Let's see if she binge watches some of Tim Schweska's episodes here. <laughs> oh, God. And then uh, we had one more in July. Cat Danny wrote, uh, Rising to the Top. Five stars. This is starting to become my favorite Disney podcast. I really enjoy Annie. Well, thank you, Cat. That made my day. <laughs> that made me smile so much. So thank you. And please go leave us some reviews. And we'll be good about reading them so we can say hi to people listening because that's fun. It's always good. You know, you make a podcast and, like, you're kind of like, I think, like, you know people are listening, but they're kind of like this faceless void sometimes. So it's so cool to hear, like, feedback and feel like you're kind of connecting in some way with the people listening. So thank you for the reviews. Does anybody have any comments on those? Yeah, it's also good to uh, see that your check cleared to Cat, Annie. That's a good job. <laughs> well, you know, I had extra money laying around. No, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely cool. I mean, best use. We all do this for fun, you know. We're, we record these at night. You know, Dave's Dave's kind of doing double duties. He's having fun in the parks and <laughs> recording at the same time. Uh, you know, we, we all can't be so lucky. But, you know, we love hearing the, the, the positive feedback, you know, from everybody out there listening. And uh, if you guys have any suggestions <laughs> or... You know, suggestions for show topics or whatever, or oh, different, for sure. different, different background music. Since I'm into that now, since I'm helping Annie with the editing, it's <laughs> the stuff. Let let us know. Send us a tweet or a, a, a Facebook message or a Instagram message or whatever way you want to communicate with us. That'd be uh, we'd love to hear from you. And I will add, the only reason why I, I'm in the parks tonight was I had an opportunity to hang out with some awesome people, so I couldn't put past this up. So. Otherwise, I would have been home on my living room couch with this one. But, you know. Yeah, so we would all choose our couches over Disney. Or wait, I got that backwards. Anyway. You know, is like a caramel candy that comes wrapped in chocolate? <laughs> uh. Yes. Yes. That's what everyone's saying. Rolo are very popular. Yes. With the kids. Speaking of the kids, Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon is on Disney Plus, uh, like for free now. You don't have to pay extra for it. So if you guys haven't watched it yet, you might want to watch it. I really like it personally, but um, doesn't seem like it's hugely popular. Unlike Cruella, which is big. Did anybody else see that, or just me? I, I've been just me. I've been binge watching Friday Night Lights on Peacock. Uh, I'm like for like <laughs> about the third time. So between that and watching my beloved New York Mets. Uh, Stay in first place in the National League East. Uh, I well, Cruella. I've not um, watched Cruella. <laughs> yeah, I went to the theater uh, with my mom to see that. That's the first time in a long time I've gone to the theater with my mom to see a movie. Anyway, but um, yeah, it's really good. Like people seem to love it. I didn't like love it as much as some people seem to love it, but it is really good. It does have a fun soundtrack and fun fashion and all that good stuff. So y'all should watch it. 
I'm actually watching the Jane Goodall documentary on Disney Plus. I mean, that's uh, yeah. love. I love the Nat Geo feature on that. I that's I can't get enough of that. I keep. Uh, does it work good for you? Um, uh, so, sorry, sorry. You you cut you cut out there. My apologies. Oh, oh. I said, does it work well for you? The, the oh. feature. Oh, uh, as far as uh, watching the Nat Geo stuff. Oh, oh, oh. You said Nat Geo. Okay, I'll be all right. <laughs> I think that's a sign that we should get on to our main topic. So what I did tonight is I came up with four rounds of four questions, just kind of fun, whatever questions um, should be good. We'll see what people say. So, okay. So the first uh, category is called what's the catch? So basically every question, there's going to be something good, but then there's like a catch and you have to make a decision. So for the first question, uh, you can go anywhere in Disney World to eat. You have an unlimited meal budget to go eat. But this is the catch. The restaurant name has to begin with the same letter as your first name. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes you write questions and they seem harder once you actually ask them. Because now I'm curious... If everyone's name has a restaurant. I'm ready. <laughs> what you got, Tim? Topolino. Nice. What are you going to eat with your unlimited budget? Or drink? <laughs> well, I mean, if, if it's a limited budget, everything. <laughs> uh, they uh, they actually have, uh, they have a, a seared lamb that uh, a friend of mine, uh, they went, they actually dined at a Topolino. He knows uh, last September and he showed me pictures and it it looks amazing plus you know with the there I believe the uh, Topolinos the head chef is from Marseille so you're talking about really some uh, just a lot of really good uh, kind of French Riviera cuisine in there you have just so much to take an opportunity just so much to take advantage of of uh, Disney really did uh, the Riviera Resort right i to me it was funny i at, at first i thought eh, i don't know if i'm really gonna like it it just looks kind of like a hotel i would not stay in but with with all of the dining features and especially cocktails uh they they really outdone themselves they they did a hell of a job pardon the heck of a job on uh the, uh, on the dvc on the dvc side here uh especially with topolinos topolinos i think is going to rival california grill wow you heard him here. Tim's called it. <laughs> um, well, that was an easy choice for you. Let's see. Dave, do you have one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, for Dave, I'm going to Dahlia Lounge up at nice. uh, Grand Destino Tower. And first off, they have a um, their gin and tonic is uh, their signature drink. So it actually uh, comes with like a sprig of rosemary in it. And it is delicious all the drinks up there are delicious i was there a couple of weeks ago with a friend of the show uh, what's her name Jean jeanette pellegrini and uh they have this new um, menu item it's a uh, it's a ham sandwich where they bring in they they bake the bread obviously on on property but all of the ingredients are flown in from spain along with the ham and the cheese and every, and the fig glaze that they use over there it is absolutely decadent, and it's um, definitely something that I will be going back to Dahlia more for. They have seemed to change the menu since the last time I was there. They used to have these really good savory churros that uh, had this, like, uh, it was um, like this, uh, I'm, well, ranch is more of an American flavor, but whatever it was a creamy type dressing that was just similar to like a ranch dressing but with a little bit more um you know a little more greenery inside it and um you would dip them in there and i would i would demand that they re-add those onto the menu because hey um, it's me so they'll uh, they'll pull out all the stops and um their octopus, their, their octopus tapas dish is amazing most places you know if you if octopus is done wrong, it could be very rubbery. This is just like butter. So I would definitely go for that. And um, 
I wouldn't go for the calamari over there, or as they say in my neighborhood, calamad, uh, because it comes with this fried lemon, and sometimes you think you're actually taking a piece of calamari, and it's the fried lemon, and when you bite into it, it tastes like a it tastes like a deep fried moist telouette. <laughs> so I, I feel like I've heard you say that before. That sounds yeah. awfully familiar. <laughs> so I, I was with my roommate Dan once when we first opened, and we we bit into it and we were trying, and we're like, okay, this is disgusting. And then he came up with that. He's like, well, if you were actually ever to bite it, like the smell of one, if just smelling a towelette, if like you get that taste in your mouth, he's like, this is what I would imagine that a, a moist towelette would like would, would taste like. But just think of it as deep fried. Huh. Well. And, we have, my guests actually have some on there. So, Stephanie? I obviously, as for Stephanie, um, I'd be at Sanaa because bread service. Good choice. Honey, butter chicken. I mean, there's nothing you could say that, yeah, I'm in heaven over there. Okay. Nice. Perfect. And we're done, so I'm going to go back on, on to mute. Okay. How about you, Joe? You've had lots of time to think. I did have lots of time to think, and I'm going to the last restaurant that I ate at at Walt Disney World, and that is Haleo by Jose Andres. Um, It's fantastic. There's nothing bad to say about this restaurant. I love the tapa style. I love... um, Yeah, I don't even know. I just... The the, the rolled up peppers with the cheese inside. It's just... Everything is just so good there. And I don't even eat seafood. I don't even eat the jambalaya. And I know it's the big thing there when you go to to Haleo. They make the big things of jambalaya. But I'll tell you something. I haven't had a bad meal there there yet. Uh, Had an amazing experience the last time I was there with a coworker of mine. So that's without a doubt. It took me a minute to think about it. I was like, did Jason's... Wait, Haleo. I just ate there. So yeah, I would definitely go with Haleo down at Disney Springs. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I thought you were going to have a tougher answer. And then as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, that's totally a good answer. I really I really thought he was going to go with Johanna. <laughs> that would be cheating, Dave. No cheating. Well, that, that was way too easy because everybody ended up with a good answer. It wasn't much of a catch. We better, we get, better make it harder. Okay. Okay, this is harder. All right. You can have your choice of whatever room you want at whatever resort you want. You can go out. You can stay at the the Bora Bora bungalows. You can stay in the, you know, presidential suite. I don't care. But this is the catch. You can never stay at that resort ever again. So what resort are you going to stay at? Let's see. Let's start with Dave this time. Dave, where are you going to stay? I am honestly going to uh, stay just at a regular uh, a regular room in the Contemporary Hotel, in the main hotel, just so I could shut uh, Joe up about me not staying at the Contemporary, because I have stayed at the Bay Lake Tower, and I can finally put this argument to rest. So I don't need any type of... Uh, frills or anything on top of that because hey i'm already at the, i'm already at the contemporary for me being so local and everything you know it's a one it would be a one undone thing for me anyway because honestly i like my moderates i like my moderates better i the the, the deluxe hotels yes they are not they are not with the exception of animal kingdom lodge which i will like jump at any chance to go to at any time uh, the moderates i find i find a little i you know all Disney resorts have charm, but I actually enjoy I enjoy the pace of the moderate resorts more than uh, I, I feel like I feel like if I'm on a Disney if I'm on Disney property I want to I'm usually go in the park so I want to take the time and really enjoy the resort at that point so I kind of I like my moderates so that's my answer I'm st- I'm going to uh, the uh, the main the main building of Disney's Contemporary the actual Contemporary. That's Stephanie, a solid choice. I still feel like I would pick like a presidential suite, though, if I'm doing that. But okay, I didn't on. even. Well, do they have one? <laughs> I don't know. Didn't Nixon stay there, or did he just? If, <laughs> if they have one, if they like, if there's like a club level or something. Obviously, I would. I don't know if club level is just relegated to DVC, but if there's club level over there, I'm taking club level. There is club. No, there, there, there is club level at the contemporary. I'm level and i'm inviting joe i'm inviting joe and jen over there so that i can turn around and say here yeah, joe you're right and let me buy you a drink why thank you dave you're welcome <laughs> joseph 
I want a suite at the Grand Floridian because that's a one and done for me. I don't care that much about the hotel, but it would be fun to say I've been there. Yeah, that, that was kind of what I was leaning towards when I wrote the question also. Now, now Just like, Dave, can you ask, can you ask Stephanie, does she want a suite in the main building or she want a room over, overlooking the uh, Seven Seas Lagoon and Magic Kingdom? Overlooking the Lagoon, absolutely. All right, let's narrow it down. Sweet. I'm going back on you. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe. Where, where are you going to stay? Well, study? since since Dave is inviting me to the uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort, I have no, don't need to have that for an answer. So I'm probably going to go with a resort that, you know what, I would like to try it. Um, it wouldn't bother me if I ever stayed again. I would give me a suite at, like, the Beach Club. Because, like, I, I think the Beach Club is a little overrated. I think I'm more of a boardwalk kind of guy. But, yeah, give me a suite at the Beach Club club level uh, so I could kind of stumble to Epcot during, like, food and wine and stumble back. And then if I never stayed there again, it's no worries. Like I always stay at Yacht Club and still use Stormalong Bay, so it's kind of like a two-for-one deal. So, yeah, give me a... Give me I'm going to agree with you, but with a caveat. What is your caveat? Since you invited me to your club level, I will allow you to have a caveat on mine. So go ahead, Dave. <laughs> oh, that's very Each fair. club might be overrated to the boardwalk. It is closer to Epcot when you're in... Spent, like, so, like, if you have a whole long day in the parks and, you stay, and you're at Epcot... It's a closer. It, it's it's a closer journey home. But Dave, see, I'm using up Beach Club. I could still stay at Yacht Club in the future and still get all the same perks of being at the same resort. Yeah, but you still have to walk that much further to Yacht Club after walking all day in the parks. You could just take a boat, Dave. I've run eight marathons. If I can't walk another 300 feet, there's a problem. Okay, so I'll just let you know. You take a Surrey. We're all marathon runners, but still, you know, you know, you're on vacation. You shouldn't have to, you know, save save your energy. Make Dave pull you in a rickshaw. And I like that. There we go. <laughs> I'm like, I just got good ideas. Can I say? Um, okay, Beach Club. That's you know, it, it's like that's a solid answer, but it's just kind of a boring answer. It is boring, Andy. I have to admit, it. It, it is kind of boring. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be. All right, Tim. <laughs> What is your uh, what's your answer? I'm gonna stay at Pop Century so I can light a bunch of candles and accidentally burn it to the ground because nice. of, uh, why wouldn't you burn a different value down? Why would you burn that? That value? is true. Actually, that's a good point. Why would you burn on Pop? Because Pop is a Pop is a value resort at moderate prices. They try to charge moderate prices for something that is no better than the all-star resorts you get no break in there whatsoever and i knew i was in the wrong place when they literally had magnetic locks in the gift shop on a pair of sunglasses <laughs> i i feel like the big advantage though over the values is that it has its own bus oh yeah cool i mean you, you know who else <laughs> your own bus to the department of corrections uh well, <laughs> the uh I, I'm sorry. I, one thing, I I cannot help it. I to me, I would, not, I, I, of course, I would not have any malicious intent. But I'm not kidding. I would stay there once, so that way I literally could never have to stay there. I would never have to stay there again. Uh, but what about the so tiny cheesecake? <laughs> because because I thought you know really really cake cake. <laughs> it's <laughs> rainbow. It's tiny. I don't know how to break it to you. But this is regular. Regular cheesecake with food color. No. No, Dave, really? Special. <laughs> it just, you never yeah. get a there. You I, never I know get you, you're in the show, so I know it's, it's a, it's a uh, major, um, it, it's a shock to you. It's, 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 a, it's a hard concept to fathom. I know. I, I, I struggle with it every day. <laughs> I still just can't get over the Department of Corrections. That was fantastic, Tim. <laughs> that was good. All right. In, in the word, I was going to say, in the words of Carousel of Progress, I didn't mean to interrupt while Dave was interrupting. My apologies. Uh, <laughs> no privacy around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, no, but it just, you, you never get that break there. You really don't. You don't get the break from the madness like you do at the other resorts. Uh, I mean, quite honestly, even just paying, you know, you pay the extra, you know, the extra maybe 40 bucks a night going to a place like Port Orleans, French Quarter, French, 
for Orleans French Quarter, you'll never ever convince me that that is not a deluxe resort with moderate prices. That is, I honestly, best bang for your buck on property. Yeah, Fair. Nice. I'll agree with that. All right. Our next question for this, what's the catch is, uh, all right, you, you get a whole day with unlimited fast passes, but the catch is you can't park hop. You can only be at one park. So what park are you going to with your unlimited fast passes? Let's start with Joe this time. I'm just going to stay at the studios. I'm going to just ride Rock and Roller Coaster over and over. So, no, I'm going to ride Rock and Roller Coaster over and over again. It's going to be Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky, Tower, Toy Story, and just keep rotating just those four. That's it. I don't need I don't need uh, Star Wars. I don't need uh, Runaway Railway. I just need those four and just keep it going in a loop. That's it. Uh, I, can't, I can't not be sad that Great Movie Ride isn't there anymore when you're... You always miss you it. always miss it when it's gone, and honestly, I'm starting to miss it a little bit. I just uh, I don't know. Stop I, us now. Yeah, I feel like I I might go with Hollywood Studios if it were me. I'd probably go on on Star Tours and stuff, but oh no, I could throw in Star Tours too. But I, but I, Star Tours is fine. But just uh, Rise Millennium Falcon was cool. I actually got to pilot it the last time I was in the studios. That was actually kind of fun. But if I I don't really need to. I just love, yeah. I, just, I love well, roller coasters. I mean, so. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been on, uh, I haven't been on Star Wars rides, the new ones yet. So I'd definitely go on them. But even if they weren't there, I probably would still pick studios. In any case, Tim, what would you pick? I would honestly pick uh, the Animal Kingdom. Uh, un- unlimited, unlimited rides on, uh, on Everest. Unlimited rides on Dinosaur. Yes, I like Dinosaur. I don't care what any of you heathens say. It's fantastic. I liked uh, it when everything worked. I like Claire Huxtable I, in there. So. I loved yeah. Kilimanjaro Safaris. I love Kilimanjaro. And in between, you, know, it's, you have some of the best restaurants on property in uh, the Animal Kingdom. You get to ride Flight of Passage. Uh, you get to laugh at everyone waiting for Navi River Journey. Uh, <laughs> In, be- in between, you know, giving yourself a break from rides, there's monkeys and tigers. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, of course, I'm going there. And I'm sorry, unpopular opinion time. If it wasn't for the technology, Mickey's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Will- Railway is overrated. Yeah, I, uh, Animal Kingdom, if I could go back in time and go to an Animal Kingdom from like a certain year, I might pick it. No, I still wouldn't pick it. I'd never pick it for this. Annie, are you really by the Magic Kingdom? Are they running the Are they running the train that we don't know about? Uh, yes, I uh, I'm in the I have a special quiet spot when I record at the parks. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm in the Utilidors. Oh. She's in Walt's apartment. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no, don't tell anyone. They'll kick me out. All right, uh, Dave, what park are you going to? Benny. Uh, first off, I disagree with. Um, Runaway Railway is uh, overrated. It is pure joy. And with that said, that I'm going to go to the other place that's pure joy, Magic Kingdom all the way. I mean, nostalgia, and you just kind of just uh, get to escape into a whole nother world over there. So over and over again, you know, Peter Pan's flight, all, all of the mountains, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Haunted Mansion, you know. It's a no-brainer for me. It's definitely going to be Magic Kingdom. Hmm. That would be... Uh, I feel like it would be really hectic. You'd be, like, trying to move so quickly to ride everything. I wonder how... Uh, I wonder if you could, like, manage to ride everything twice. Well, on a good day when the parks close at 9 now, you can actually... If you go in around... Actually, when they were closing around 7, if you went in around 5, you were able to get you were able to get a good six rides in. Now that it's closing at nine, you can, and you start, if you start later on in the day, you can easily get a good seven or eight rides done in eight, in uh, three hours. It's, it's been now rising crowds now, but um, you'd be surprised. We still got four rides in before one o'clock today. We got there at 10, 15. I'm impressed. What about you? What would you do? Definitely the kingdom. Because you could ride whatever, pretty much whenever. If you needed a break, there was plenty of time for it. 
And you could also go into the animatronic shows to cool off, too. And if you're Dave, you'll go over to Tony's Town Square and get a nice meal for lunch. Yeah, but, uh, what was it? Uh, the gel- uh, furry gelato. Remember oh, that? So bad. <laughs> Dave, we need to go back. We need to go back there again. I'm I'm afraid. I'm afraid, Joe. I'm really afraid. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You getting Tony to sing Dominic the Donkey was the one of the best experiences ever. I don't care what anyone says. After that, I was like, I could die now. Yeah. Uh, have have we shared this story on the podcast? I don't know if we have. It was it was there was uh, during the Mickey's uh, very merry Christmas party. They had this uh, upcharge event where you can go to uh, Tony's Town Square and uh, basically just have finger foods and really bad alcohol. And but what I went for because I love I love the characters and getting like pictures of their characters. They had a walk around Tony character uh, performing. And he would come to each uh, table with his uh, accordion and start singing. And I got him to sing Do- Dominic the Donkey. There were videos out there of this. Well, <laughs> I like that. That's, uh, that's. I believe we posted in the past. We have to go through the archives and send it out again. But we will do that. Yeah. Well, now we have to. We can't just talk about it and not post it. Yes, this is going to happen. We'll get Steven on that. He's the social media maven. Um, okay, let's move. I want to go to the next category. This category is all fun hypothetical questions. The first of which is this. You get to be, <laughs> or you have to be, I guess, an, an audio animatronic figure for a day. You're replacing one of the audio animatronic figures on one of the rides for a day. Which one are you going to replace? Who am I on now? Let's see. Tim, I think you're first now, right? Yep. Who are you going to be? Uh, I am. President, perhaps? You know what? I'm going to be the dad on the Carousel of Progress. Oh, man. Oh, solid choice. It's, uh, you're, you're talking about number one of uh, an attraction that had its personal hand in. Uh, you know, one of the attractions that helped, you know, Walt Disney dominate. Well- all right, well, we lost Tim there, so uh, Andy, I guess we could maybe jump over All to right. Dave. Dave, you want to you wanna give this one an answer? All right. So for me, I'm going to be the shaman in uh, Navi River Journey. <laughs> because people tell me all the time I mumble, and most people can't understand me any, as any way. And I get to actually pretend that I'm Steven, because when he's on, most people can't understand him anyway. So <laughs> we'll just do it like that. I like it. I uh, I really want to see you in like a Navi outfit now. Nice. Stephanie, what would you say? I'd probably go Doc Ondar because I have a giant soft spot for Star Wars and it would be really fun to play there for a day. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a high quality answer. <laughs> Much better than the Navi <laughs> shaman. All right, Joe, what what are you gonna be? So I wanna be the um do I have to pick one specific one, or can I just be like a group of any? I'm, I'm feeling loose, Joe. You can you can go general. All right, so it's gonna be any one of the characters in uh, anywhere in Spaceship Earth. I mean, you got the you got the kid who is reading extra extra, read all about it. I mean, I just, if I could you just be, have to stand facing the wall. I'm gonna be facing <laughs> the wall, or the guy who's in the printing press, or the the girls who are going and like doing the phone thing. I just want to be the somebody. The guy wearing the onion hat. They're just—I don't know. I like—I love all of those characters in, in in Spaceship Earth. It's just, you know, I don't know what it is, but I just—I love all of them. I think they're great. Um, I just think they're funny. I could be one of the kids watching. Uh, was it Jewel? Who's who was the guy? Who was the guy that was uh, the big space guy back in the fifties, whatever? And all the the families there watching the thing about space, whatever. It could be one of the family members. Yeah. Neil Armstrong. Yeah, in the moonlight. No, no, but the guy on TV. But I could be one of those people. You know what I'm saying? See, it's any of the ones in Spaceship Earth. What What about the mini skirt and the afro and the yes, the black chick. She's awesome too because she's like stuck in the 80s. I love the 80s too. Good, good thought. Yeah, she's on this the right seems side. like a fun like like not gonna... quite a nightmare. Like, what if someone had a dream that they were on Spaceship Earth, but all the animatronics were Joe? That's what this is. That would be awesome. Like. You can. Uh, I'm gonna bounce around, so I'm gonna bounce around from from decade to decade. I so. I like it. 
I, I'm glad that I let you bend the rules. Thank because you. Because I think it was to great effect. Okay, here, this is a hypothetical, this is a different kind of hypothetical. Okay, so there is this thing called a WDW 47. It is when you, well, I guess it, it might be a different number now, I'm not sure, but it's basically a challenge in which you are challenged to ride every ride in all the parks in one day, like during operating hours. And people do it. Some people succeed. Some people don't. So that's my hypothetical question. Would you ever try to ride every ride in the whole parks in one day? Or does that sound like a fun challenge? Or does that sound like terrible torture? I'm curious. So let's start with Dave. Would you ever try that? Or does that sound awful to you? Do water parks count? No, it's uh, it's just like the list of attractions. It's a very official thing. It's a real thing. Okay, so <laughs> I would do it with another caveat, an ultimate touring goal with the, with the uh, hopes of raising money for Give Kids the World, because uh, the uh, CEO of uh, of the organization, Pam Landworth, has done this, does this yearly. So it'd be something that I kind of, I've always admired her for doing this. So this is something that I would like to try myself for that. So yeah, that's, that's how a, I would do it. I asked about water parks because I do not do summit plummet because of my fear of heights. <laughs> Fair. I'm at a negative. I have enough anxiety issues. I don't need to be thinking about all the mountains. Yeah. And we're, by the way, going, we're, we're uh, on our way. We're walking through France now on our way to uh, Morocco to pay our respects to the wall. You know what I mean? R.I.P. The, the, the chopping. <laughs> Is the park still open, Dave? It's 9.30. Yeah, uh, Epcot's open to 10 now. Oh, that's good. Okay. He's hiding. They don't know he's there. All right, Joe, what, uh, would you try that, or does that sound terrible? No, this sounds terrible. It sounds like torture, because there's going to be <laughs> shows and other things I have no interest in waiting in line for or wasting my time on. So uh, I, I do support Dave with uh, raising money for Give Kids the World. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I'll just make a donation and just bypass that and go. I'll go have a beer with Tim somewhere. Speaking of Tim, is, is Tim back or not? I am. I'm right here. Yeah, okay. Well, what, what about you? Would you do that or not? You know what? I'm going to do the same thing Joe's doing. I am going to give a donation. Then I'm going to go have a nice, like, you know, tall, frosty beverage with Joseph. Uh, I, you know, it, that means I would have to ride uh, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh again. And no, no. <laughs> well, I, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to agree with you guys. I, I enjoy when people take on this challenge, but I enjoy it as a spectator. Um, yes. I, I just can't imagine, too, the disappointment if you've made it all day and then, like, you know, the speedway breaks down and and you you know that, like, your whole day, like, everything you're trying to do is just ruined because there was lightning or something. I Yeah, I'm not cut out for that kind of challenge. Yeah, that's, and that's another thing. Yeah, you would have to ride the speedway. I, I'm sorry. Sometimes <laughs> I, 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 that means I have to drive. I No, I sometimes I drive to Florida. I drove almost 1,100 miles to get there. I'm not going to drive 1,100 miles to get to a magical enchanted theme park to drive a car. I just want to see you in one of those cars now. It makes me think of, like, um, the Super It would be Nintendo. like Mr. Teeny on the Simpsons, on his car. <laughs> I was going to say it's like uh, Donkey Kong on the old Super Nintendo Mario Kart. <laughs> God, the Mario Kart racers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> anyway. Um... I, I can't even imagine trying to fit in one of those right now, so no thank you. <laughs> okay, here's a fun hypothetical. If you could eliminate one Disney animated movie from existence, it's gone forever, no one even knew it existed, you're zapping it out of the dimension forever, no one remembers it, it's gone forever, no one knows what you did, you get away unscathed, and the movie's gone forever. All right, who are we on? Joe, what movie would you pick? Uh, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, but it'd be Princess and the Frog because I don't want to take it over Splash Mountain. Uh, that's, uh, I, I'm so, ter- I, 
I'm so torn on that because I love Splash Mountain how it is, but I love Tiana and I want her to. Have I, I will say this. So I will make this caveat. I think that, and I don't want to get into another whole rant about this, but <laughs> I think she deserves her own attraction. Leave yeah. Splash. She deserves her own made from scratch attraction. Yeah, I, t- I tend to agree with you. But I, I wouldn't strike it from existence, but I do, however, agree with that opinion. Yeah, I, I knew when I wrote this question it would be uh, potentially um, controversial answers. So, you know, that's fun. <laughs> so let's see. Tim, what are you going to get rid of? I'm getting rid of Pocahontas. Uh, as, as a history buff, um, <laughs> no. Just no. What do you I mean? Understand. What's wrong with Pocahontas? You mean it's not accurate? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, and and now, especially with the way things have turned out, it's even funnier that Mel Gibson plays the lead. Uh, um, but it just, it, at least in at least in some cases, you always had villains who you had, they at least had some some bit of honor about them, some bit of a decorum about them. Radcliffe is a scoundrel. He has no honor. He has no qualms, no morals, no nothing. You just, he's, he doesn't even scare you. It's just you, he's, he's a, he's not a villain as much as he is just a pain in the neck. He's just, he's a nuisance. He doesn't even carry enough weight. Well, physical, yes, but, uh, but he just really doesn't carry enough weight to be an actual villain. So I just and I mean, really, it's, I mean, it's uh, I, I like to, I like to call that the sliver effect. Uh, you know, the the soundtrack was better than the movie. So. That's fair. And those little ice cream cups they sold for Pocahontas are pretty good. Yeah, that's a I, I think most people will probably be all right with that answer. And come to think of it. All right, Dave, what are you getting rid of? I'm going to get rid of the parent trap. That's, Never saw it. That's not film. animated. Oh, I, I was okay. Uh, well, I was gonna pull a Chuck anyway. So why do you hate the parent trap? I, I never saw it. Don't care to see it. But uh, okay, so if it's gonna be animated, that's easy. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Because uh, right there, well, Notre Dame. Sorry, I feel like the I feel like it should be retitled Nice Guys Finish Last anyway, and it, I just it just depresses me. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, it's not my favorite movie, but I could never just eliminate it because it's so strange. There's talking gargoyles that totally don't match the rest of the film. You know, I've actually watched a cut of it where they remove the gargoyles and it's a lot better. Hmm. Food for thought. Stephanie, do you have one? Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to ask you to give me this because over half the cast is computer uh, generated. It's going to be Avatar because not only is it a retelling of Pocahontas, I'm going to say unobtainium and leave it at that. <laughs> also dances with wolves with blue people. That's a deep Unob- answer. I like it. And, and for Ellie and yeah. Yeah. Are we ever going to get a sequel? What's Avatar? Yeah. We're going to get like so, seven in within like a three year period. It's going to be like long awaited feast to fam- uh, famine to feast. I guess it's going to be. <laughs> I, <laughs> all I know is I just, I just <laughs> hope they spent more than, you know, a buck 50 and a cheese sandwich on the script this time. I mean, it, uh, my God, it, it felt like they, they, it felt like they blew everything on CGI and well, wait, we don't have any money left. What do you, I got a buck. A what do you got? I got a, I got a coupon a subway. You know, it it just I, I feel like it was it was a it was an afterthought. I really enjoy hearing other people dissect and hate on Avatar, though. So there's that. OK, so this next one is an interest. Well, or do I want to skip to the next? No, I'm going to do this. OK, so the next one, you're going to bring back something extinct from Disney World, something that closed, but it can't be a ride. It's got to be like a restaurant or a show or something like that. Anything but a ride. So you're bringing back something extinct, something that was closed, but it can't be a ride. Tim, what are you bringing back? I I am bringing back the original Ice Station Cool. It had 
theming. It looked awesome. It was fun. It was a little adventure. They had the big snow plow out in the front. It didn't just look like some sort of concourse you walked into where people were just mindlessly pressing buttons trying to get everybody, get everybody to try Beverly. I mean, it was <laughs> it was so much fun. It just did. It had, uh, you know, it's you didn't walk in there and it wasn't, you know, 90 percent swag, 10 percent, you know, sampling different colas and different soft drinks from the, you know, the the corners of the world. Uh, it just it it had imagination had personality it had theming and just like everything else uh, i just i feel this uh this new era is just becoming so cookie cutter and so you know there's just there's there's a lack there's a glaring lack of imagineering you can definitely even even while watching uh the documentary the imagineering story on disney plus you can see all of the imagination has gone to the overseas parks and we uh, we are basically nothing more than walking, breathing cash machines to uh, the Walt Disney Corporation here at Stateside. Oh, and well, I think I think the 50th anniversary really tells that. I uh, I agree with your rant, but I love that answer. That's a great answer. I and you know that that attracted you to it because you're like, what is that? <laughs> you yes. know, when you didn't know. Yeah, people and, actually went in. I mean, I, I I never knew what that was. That was my first time back in ten years. Uh, yeah, when I, first... I I totally agree. That's the kind of stuff that I miss. Because I miss the kind of stuff that you would remember as a kid. Like no kid is gonna, you know, that's the kind of stuff that would stick in your head as a kid. Like yeah, there's this big snow plow, and then we went in. There was and there was just a bunch of coke in there you could try. You know, like I miss the that stuff. I mean, yeah, the caveman frozen in the ice. You had all these things yeah, yeah. through a literal ice cave. I mean, it was again, it, it had it, it had imagination. It wasn't just, yeah, so we walked in here and we walked past a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of Coke machines that they have at Walmart, too. And uh, then we tried some stuff. It was gross. Haha, <laughs> We left. I mean, yeah, you gotta have some like creativity and character and something to stand out from the other parks that's the whole point is to stand out from you know from any cedar fair whatever park from what i've seen online do you know what people remember most about club cool the sticky floors all right uh there dave what is your uh what's your answer okay so i am going to go with uh mickey's jam and jungle parade at walt disney world's animal kingdom nice uh, because there's just one of the things, like, even to this day, when I do, like, I, when I'm trying to get myself up and mo motivated, I will still play this music. And I used to, when I, back in the day when I actually used to run, and actually now that I'm starting to get back into it, I started listening to it again. I used to start my runs off with this, uh, because I just find this soundtrack to be pure joy. And I like at the end, Mickey says, everybody, life's an adventure with new horizons every day. And that, my friends, is a reason to celebrate. And it's just so wholesome and so uplifting that it just, um, it screams Disney. So that's how I, that's why I would actually keep this. Stephanie had nothing on this one because all she keeps on coming up with is the Nautilus. And Andy said that it can't be an attraction. So she said she will uh, decline on this one. All right. Deferment accepted. All right, well, what's yours, uh, Joe? So I'm heading back to 1973, and I'm going to bring back the Walt Disney World Golf Resort slash the Disney Inn. This place was well before, was well ahead of its time. Uh, back in 73, I don't think golf vacations were a huge thing back then. Um, these were two championship courses. These were Jolie designed, who Jolie, if you're not familiar, was a famous golf course designer. He designed pretty much half of the resort golf courses in the state of Florida. Uh, they played the Walt Disney World Golf Classic there, won by Jack Nicklaus, the first year it was ever played. Um, now, as, a, as a, a very big golfer, I see how popular Walt Disney World Golf is right now. Um, I think that, like I said, it was well ahead of its time. It was... In this, in the seventies and eighties, and even towards the, like the late nineties, when it was sold or it was leased to the U.S. government for uh, for our armed services and their family to have like a, a retreat to to go somewhere uh, to get away from everything. Um, I think it's like MWR morale, welfare, and recreation, something like that. I apologize if I got it wrong, but I think that if it was now, I think that 
resort would be so popular with with two 18 hole championship courses there, the nine hole executive course. Um, I just think it would have been it would have been super successful as well as being so close to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I mean, look at how popular DVC resorts are away from theme parks. I mean, that was a short walk to the Polynesian. So I would bring back the the Disney Inn slash Walt Disney World Golf Resort. And what I would do is not to forget our our brave men and women and their families who serve in our country, our armed forces. I would build them their own dedicated resort somewhere else and lease them that land for the 100-year lease that they have right now to have a dedicated resort for them there. So I would not displace uh, our men and women, men and women are of the armed forces, but I would bring back the golf resort and have it dedicated to just golf. I love that answer. That's such a, a obscure answer, kind of. <laughs> you know me, Annie. I'm obscure. But, so. Yeah. Well, it's very on brand, though. Yeah, that's a good, that's a funny answer. Do you get to go back to like seventies golf attire? Yes, too? you could wear plaid pants, use wooden clubs, and uh, yes, I mean it could be like Caddyshack all over again. So absolutely. Then then I'll come too. And seventies prices too. <laughs> then I'll then I'll come. I'll definitely come. The seventies was all gold in nineteen seventy three. It was a crazy time, Andy. You know that, so. <laughs> Disco duck. That's right, baby. Let's do this last little category because these are some easier, uh, faster questions. Okay, so right now we're we're going on the chopping block. I'm going to give you three choices and you have to eliminate one of them. It's gone forever. And now this is no funny business, Dave. When something is eliminated, it is leaving a giant smoking crater in its place and nothing can ever be built there again. There's no, well, I'm going to get rid of this, but replace it with a really cool blobbity blue. Not happening. Giant smoking crater, gone forever. Nuclear waste. No one can ever get near that area ever again. It's gone. Dead. Okay. Does everyone understand the rules? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to name three things and you have to tell me which one you're going to get rid of. The first three are, Cinderella Castle, the Tree of Life, or Spaceship Earth. One must go. Brutal, brutal nature of this category. All right, let's start. Let's just start with Tim because I don't know where we are. Tim, which one are you eliminating? Oh, oh, this is yeah. The castle, the Tree of Life, or Spaceship Earth. Gone forever. Crater. Dead. I. I cannot take away what Joe Rody has given us. Uh, Epcot is still my favorite park, and Spaceship Earth is always that, just that that icon that I will always see, and just makes me smile. So, just on that basis, I'm firing my Patriot missiles at Cinderella's Castle. Because, and I have to have a justification for this because it's still a park icon, because they were foolish enough to, before before they had Cinderella's Royal Table, they had King Steppen's Banquet Hall. Yeah. They put Sleepy's Dad's Restaurant inside Cinderella's Castle. They didn't even know what they had in there, and plus they still have the Sleeping Beauty walkthrough in there. Uh, I mean, sorry, they, they had Sleeping Beauty uh, mosaics in there. They had no idea. Uh <laughs> definitely tell that it was just a mix a mishmash of well is it Sleeping Beauty or is, is it Cinderella ah people won't be able to tell the difference so yeah um, I'm pushing the button and bye bye brutal alright Dave what are you doing Tree of Life must go it's an oil rig anyway it's um, it goes against everything that uh, uh, Animal Kingdom stands for ironically their major weenie is an upside-down oil rig. And Stephanie said... Absolutely agree. Yeah, if, I, if I'm giving an answer, I'm going with Tree of Life also. Every every individual leaf, gone. Exploded. All those carved animals, boom, roasted. Gone forever. I, I As you can tell, I, I, don't, I feel like I wouldn't be that upset about it. I don't actively have a problem with the Tree of Life. But when I think about blowing it up, it feels kind of fun. Now, when you think about when you think about park icons, anyway, I think of Everest. I mean, that's what you see when you pull into the park, anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Big flaming, oh, flaming he is tree disappointed of light. All of you. <laughs> well, he can come on this show and tell me that to my face. 
All because he didn't fix the Yeti. You <laughs> bunch of yuppies. Ugh. Unforgivable. Joe, what are you what are you picking? No, oh, I'm blowing up the tree of life. So I was okay. I was backing okay. you guys up, so I should I forgot that you just agreed with me. That's no, okay. <laughs> you know, the once pre- it's after the, nine PM the brain functions. The pressures of hosting the show, it's all good. It's true. It really gets to you, you know. I don't have to tell you. you no, know. I know it's it's tough stuff. <laughs> All right, the next one. All right, let's see. I don't know what people are going to say. Well, I probably know what people are going to say. All right, we are eliminating. You have to eliminate one of the following three. The buses, the gondolas, or the friendship boats. One must go. Buses, gondolas, or gondolas, if you prefer, and friendship boats. Dave, what are you? Well, will there be an alteration in the current routes? No. <laughs> no. Gondolas. Okay. So Stephanie's getting rid of the gondolas. Why? Because if they're only going to their current routes, they're pointless. I agree with it- Stephanie. She's a smart lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting rid of gondolas. And my reason actually is strategic because my uh, roommate's a bus driver over here and we need to pay rent. So he loses a job. <laughs> so I'll walk with you. So... That's my answer. Fair. Joe, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm uh, agreeing with Stephanie and Dave. I'm, I'm taking the mm. gondolas out. Um, yeah, you did just say that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, my, <laughs> my attitude has changed about them lately. I don't think that I, when they first started, I was very down on them. I've ridden them a few times, and they're fun, but I, I've, I don't find a use for them. Like, I just, I've never, there's nowhere I go where I need to get on a, a, sky, a Skyliner. So, I mean, it's. I forgot. That's another supposed perk of Pop Century, right? Is that you have gondolas. That's why Tim said you could never get away from it because you get people constantly just going there just to ride the thing. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And not for nothing, you can just get stuck in them. Or they can crash. No, that's not good. I like to, uh, I like to perpetuate the, you know, rumor that the gondolas are dangerous. All right, Tim. What are you getting rid of? Well, I'm going, about, uh, I'm going about this in a matter of practicality. Boat sinks, I can swim. If a bus breaks down, I can walk. If a gondola breaks, I cannot fly. So, death buckets be gone. That's, that's also fair. That was, that was easy for everyone. We just had a unanimous decision, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did. Bless, that like never happens. Um... All right, we got two more in Dave's low battery, so if he disappears, you'll all know why. Um, okay, the next one is one must go Dino Land, Toy Story Land, or New Fantasy Land. Just the New Fantasy Land stuff. Dino Land, Toy Story Land, New Fantasy Land, one must go. Joe! Dino Land. I mean, I don't have a problem with Dino Land, but it's just, it's just. It's just a carnival, and primeval world doesn't even work anymore. It's so it's kind of like useless. Um, I would keep uh, dinosaur Gertie. I, I, I think dinosaur Gertie's over at the studios, but the big dinosaur there, I keep him. But um, but get rid of the rest of it. So fair, Tim. What are you getting rid of? Uh, can we get rid of all of them? Because there's no shade. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm I'm going with Dino Land because honestly, I mean. Triceratops spin is, you know, mid, you know, prehistoric Dumbo. Uh, Were you just talking about how much you liked dinosaur? Like, yes, but the thing is, practicality though. Dinosaur is the only thing in there that works. I mean, Triceratops spin. I mean, can we really call it a ride? Can we? Can we? Uh, Primeval World. I mean, it was it was already a chiropractor visit before it even got put on the shelf permanently. Uh, It just, I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, I love dinosaur, but the thing is, if it's if it's the only functioning part of one land, I mean, you got you got to go you got to go with logical choice, you know. So bye bye Dino Land. Not yeah. to mention they did a poor job of explaining the backstory to it. If the backstory would have been explained better, I think people would embrace Dino Land much more. But they didn't explain it. There. All right, Dave. What are you saying? Well, just for the fact that I have 8% battery left o- left over, so I need this recording to be over soon. Uh, we're all on the same page here on this one. Dino Land, bye-bye. 
Stephanie feels the same way. Well, I'm surprised. I thought that one would be uh, I thought that one would be a little bit more divisive than it is. But I was wrong. Hey, Annie, just, I guess. Annie, can I just add something here real quick? Uh, just um, yeah. as I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram here, there was a, uh, an accident tonight on the Skyliner, by the way, according to WDWNT. So <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> I go. just find that funny that we were just talking about that. It's very dangerous. There you go. So yeah, we all feel better about our selection there. Have they even been open? Like, were they open during COVID? What the Skyliner? Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was. Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been there. Anyway, I just thought maybe there there hadn't been any accidents for a while because they hadn't been open or something. So they would add to my my false assertion that they are very dangerous. All right. Well, uh, yeah, Dino Land, I don't know. I guess that's an easy answer. It almost feels like they're letting it deteriorate on purpose and be lame. But anyway, conspiracy. All right. The last three things are as follows. Meet and greets, parades, and fireworks. One must go forever. Meet and greets, parades, or fireworks. Dave, are you still there? You can go. Yeah, fireworks. Fireworks, gone forever. Because meet and greets and parades, you get to, you get to see real-life celebrities, and every time you do, you're starstruck. So it's got to be fireworks. Stephanie disagrees with me. Parades, 100%. I don't like that they shut pathways down fireworks are special they're not an everyday thing unless you're in the kingdom you need fireworks that's fair joe what do you think uh dave's incorrect um you keep fireworks <laughs> um i'm gonna get rid of meet and greets uh there's nothing better than a parade listen you you can meet quote-unquote friends at like Hockey games and, you know, all kinds of places, right, to have quote-unquote meet and greets. I know they're not always with our Disney friends, but parades are pretty cool and fireworks are magical. So there's nothing better than a, the 2 o'clock Festival of Fantasy Parade going down uh, Main Street, USA. So, yeah, I'm keeping parades, keeping fireworks. You crazy. I would never get rid of meet and greets. That's that's correct. All right, Tim, what do you say? Uh, well, I uh, love parades. Uh, I You know, parades are part of the magic of the uh, of the parks uh especially considering you know my first parade was way back in 1982 the first uh main street electrical parade so that's something i'm never gonna forget i can't let that go uh fireworks i'm not really a fan because well i'm not 12 anymore uh i uh, don't <laughs> and i'm just i'm sorry they just it's you you literally have something that causes PTSD in veterans. You have something that scares dogs. You have something that scares wildlife. You have something that just causes a big cloud of smoke. I just, I'm I'm just I'm sorry. Well, no, we we have plenty of technology that can show that that can show us plenty of other things. I mean, you see wonderful. You know, you've got wonderful world of color out on the West Coast. You got Fantasmic. Uh, you know, we've you know, as as much you know as much as I do love illuminations. I mean. You know, you, you were walking through a haze, uh, you know, after leaving, and you felt like you were leaving a Cheech and Chong meet and greet. Uh, so, I mean, just to me, I mean, I, the meet and greets, at least, I mean, they bring out the rare characters. That was the way I was able to meet Oswald out in Disney's California Adventure. That's why I was able to meet Scrooge McDuck uh, a couple of Decembers ago. Uh, you know, I mean, hopefully one of these days, maybe uh, get, you know, get that rare Steamboat Willie meet and greet. Uh, but, I mean... To me, I mean, it's yes, and I realize they're people in costumes. I'm not stupid, but still, it's uh, it it's it's again, it's that little childhood thing, which and that's why I get you know why people still like the fireworks. But for me, for me, the fireworks are the least attractive out of the three. You know, Tim, I thought we shared a moment that one time at Illuminations, and the fact that you just disregarded that, I'm a little sad. Oh, I did. I I, I still remember that moment. I still remember that moment. Are you kidding me? Illuminations is again my absolute favorite favorite show all right but i mean again out of the out of the out of out of all of them i, I gotta pick the fireworks all right i feel a little bit better about that so i am glad you're not forsaking joe oh no no <laughs> it was a magic I, uh... it was a magical weekend annie <laughs> <laughs> that'll be next episode <laughs> we uh what was i gonna say oh the the you know i i have to say i was gonna i was thinking parades would have been my choice but tim you 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 do give a compelling argument against fireworks, I must say. The one, the one thing about fireworks is just the. the you changed uh, Stephanie's opinion. Yeah, you give a very compelling 
And and it makes me imagine not having to hear fireworks in my neighborhood for like a month. Just a world where that doesn't happen would be interesting. You know, maybe in the future they'll be able to come up with some sort of equivalent to fireworks that's a little more, uh, you know, what's the word I want? Friendly to all the environment and people living in it. But anyway, I think um, I think that is where we will leave it tonight. Does anyone have any thing they needed to add before we uh, before we finish up? Yeah, Dave needs yeah. A, Dave needs to get a battery pack when he goes to the parks. So. <laughs> For real, I usually I usually do. I just I walked out without my fuel rod today, and I'm at six percent. Oh, all right, Dave, we know your battery's yeah, well, going dead. Chuck was on this show, and if Chuck was on the show, he would have cheated. Dave, that is true. We we uh, if Chuck were here, who knows what what wily ways he would have tried to flaunt the rules. I wonder if he'll listen to this. Chuck, you rule rule breaking cool we'll see we'll see if he listens to this anyway um well on that note what just the young rap scallion that he is (laughs) yes uh so let's wrap it up then we'll uh we'll call it a night thanks so much for listening let's see if we want to find we want to find we'll let dave go first just in case god forbid we wouldn't be able to find him on social media dave where can people find you on social media (laughs) I can be found on Twitter at uh, Figments Reality, also on Instagram that way. Stephanie, where can you be found? I am on Instagram at Neuchmarie, N-E-U-C-H-M-A-R-I-E. Awesome. All right. What about you, Mr. Joe? Where can we find you on the social media? Uh, you can find me at uh, Twitter, Instagram at Joe Quat. You can find me over at the DVC I'm sorry, the resortloop.com DVC roundtable show and over at the Disney Dads podcast as well. Awesome. And what about you, Tim? Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at plain underscore Tim. And you can also find some of my rantings on the Mickey Dudes uh, websites. Yeah, boy. And you can find me on Instagram at DJ Phobe. That's DJ P-H-O-B. You can find the Mickey Dudes on any social media. We're on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes. We're on Facebook. You can just search the Mickey Dudes podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. One of them has podcasts at the end. I can't remember which one, but if you type it in, you'll find us. And you can come join in the fun. Comment on our pictures. Leave us a rating. Give us a comment. Give us a topic idea. Tell Tim he's wrong about stuff. Whatever you want to do, we want to hear it. So thanks so much for listening. Thanks, guys, for for answering my questions and whatnot. It was a fun show. And have a magical day. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.